0: I should be fine, but it's all too much I should be fine, but I'm not I get overwhelmed so easily My anxiety creeps inside of me Makes it hard to breathe What's come over me Feels like I'm somebody else I get overwhelmed <laughs>
1: Royal and the Serpent Overwhelmed on Island 106.9 WIISQS. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining me, Gwen in with you for It's Too Early. That's the name of the show. And we're right here off Duval Street in the big studio. Going to go ahead and bring up my guest. I'm super excited to have him on the show. He's an actor, improviser, comedian, and director based in Chicago. We're going to talk a lot about his success. Garrett Williams, good morning.
0: Wow, thank you. That's an amazing intro.
1: Well, you are so... You're killing it on the Twitter and in the Instagram. Did you know this?
0: I I mean, <laughs> that's very kind. Um, I I have been having a lot of fun online, and I'm glad that other people are there to uh, have fun with me.
1: And I, I'm gonna dig deep back to t- 2020. I know I know it's been a while. You kind of. You, you broke some of the internet with a viral video. Um, you, you were qu- quarantining with a bunch of comedians at the time mm-hmm. in Chicago and you made this video of y'all kind of dancing and it, I think 8 million views at least um, on, yeah. on Twitter and
0: Pink liked
1: it. Did you know that? Pink was like
0: Look y- at Yes, me. Pink liked it um, Karen Kilgareth liked it Who is was oh, a comedian who I really love, love her. She retweeted it and then Jennifer Garner recreated it <laughs> I didn't know that. In her laundry room. And that was, I mean, I'm an alias kid. Like, my family loved alias growing up. So that was massive for me. <laughs> yeah, That's, absolutely huge.
1: I would be, I, I would n- I would get a tattoo of, well, maybe not a tattoo. Well, yeah, I would. I would, I would. <laughs> Jennifer now, I, I Tell us, uh, c- can you describe the video? It's in a kitchen. There's, there's, it, it is a little routine that is amazing. I don't, it, it yeah. is just gold. Tell us about, all about it.
0: Yeah, Um. it is, I mean, it is. Truly, the silliest thing, maybe I've ever done. Um, there, basically, the video itself is uh, five—the five of us who live together, all in some monochromatic outfits, kind of <laughs> literally bouncing around our house. Um, and it came up. We were, we were all comedians here in Chicago, um, improvisers, uh, sketch comedians. Um, and we all ended up living together because it was just like, oh, if we can all live in a house. This is pre-quarantine, of course. If we can all live in a house, we're all running around all day. And we can like live five people in a house and the rent will be pretty cheap. Let's just do that. And so once quarantine happened, we're like, oh, we're all here together. Why don't we just start creating some stuff together? Um, and this kind of came up out of nowhere. My roommate, True... Um, showed me the song and was like, "Oh, this song rocks!" And they're like, "This song does rock." <laughs> and we were about to—I think—going on one of our like quarantine walks together. At the this is the very, very beginning. And I was like, "What if we did this to the song?" I am like, "Sure." And so one night we just—I pull, pull out my phone, we put it on a tripod, and then filmed it, and I put it together. I was like, "Is this funny?" And they're like, "Yeah, I think it's pretty funny." <laughs> and then we put it up, and it blew up. I had no <laughs> no idea what was gonna happen
1: and what was that like i mean i'm always i'm gonna confess this on live radio i'm always looking to see if i picked up a new follower on twitter or Mm view it's 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 just pitiful because it's not a lot but if i get like (laughs) i got 1600 views on tiktok the other day and i called everyone and they were like calm down um what was it like i mean did it happen overnight was it a week was it a day
0: it happened like i mean it happened over like a week um it really kind of it took off immediately which I was not expecting and like I had some scheduled like work calls and then I had like a scheduled like three hour um FaceTime with some college friends and stuff and this is because this is like at the very beginning of COVID too so everyone was like oh let's all do a reunion or whatever it is um and I was on this FaceTime while it was like happening and like hit 10k I hit like 20k and I was like oh oh wow this is crazy (laughs) this has never happened to me before um and it just kind of kept going and spiraling out of out from there which was super cool and like we ended up getting featured on um like a stay at home videos thing for cedric the entertainer on cbs wow um which is very cool and so because we're all comedians we all like to do like a little have a little bit of fun we like set up a red carpet and like had a premiere in our house and like took photos with a ring light and like that kind of, I think that it was more um, exciting. I think to experience it with the people I was with, yeah, especially in a time where it was so bleak. Otherwise, um, to get to like be with my best friends and get to like create this video and then have it, everyone love it was like, oh, this is really really fun. And it was like a very, very, uh, light spot and kind of a dark time
1: for us. Nice. And obviously you do all, have you know, done a ton more work since then. And what was mm-hmm. it like kind of saying, I mean, a, a lot of people just said,
0: I'm going online. I'm going to do,
1: were you already doing that or was this just like a, a bigger push to be online?
0: This is a great question. Yeah. Um, I, so I've been doing comedy in Chicago for, um, about seven years now, um, and i've loved every moment of it uh before the lockdown i was doing a lot of like stage stuff a lot of improv a lot of stand up a lot of sketch um just on stage and i think before lockdown there was already kind of a push for things going online um and people finding success online um and i think lockdown just kind of pushed that into hyperspeed um especially with just um you have a lot more creative control online. You have a lot more, um, and me who's a complete control freak too. loves that. Mm. Like I get to like sit down and be like, okay, here's my material. How do I edit this? and Like create something and put it out as a package, um, which I really like. Um, I think there's also just a larger audience online, which is amazing. Like you can post something and it can be seen by 8 million people as opposed to doing an improv show for 40 people. Um, but there's also, there's, like, the, a little bit of the um, thrill of performing live that is missed from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think there's pros and cons to both. Um, I think that they're very separate skill sets, but also, like, use one another in a really unique way.
1: Great. And now y- you're... An improv guy and a stand-up comic. I know you do other you do other things, acting, directing. Improv mm-hmm. terrifies me. I do a little stand-up for the past few years. I'm nothing, nothing like you do. I'm not going to pull that. <laughs> oh, no. I know what it means, Garrett. I'm, I mean, no. I I have them stand up pretty regularly, but uh, some people have said, "Well, improv will really help you improve." And is that correct?
0: Yeah, I was just talking to my friend, um, my good friend Maggie Winter. She's a fellow comedian here in, here in Chicago. Um and we were both big time improvisers before the lockdown and are now making more of a transition to actively doing prepared material on stage doing a lot more um stand up and a lot more sketch and stuff on stage um but we're talking about like our improv experience and how that benefits us with doing other kinds of comedy mm-hmm. and I think more than anything just doing improv for so long you're just like be- you just become confident that what you're going to say is going to be funny or, like, you know, like, your hit rate, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I mean, there's stuff that, like, you'll be like, this is hilarious, and then it'll bomb you like, okay, maybe I don't know anything. The um, it's the worst It's like, people, feeling. don't you
1: understand me?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah, it's, Audience. Your fault that, yeah, that it's your fault that, yeah, it's <laughs> your fault that you're not laughing. Um, but I think more than anything, like, yes, improv is so, so helpful of being, like, Just feeling confident, feeling loose, being a little bit off the cuff, because that's a lot of, a lot of the times, mm, the best stuff that I've come up with has been like a little bit off the cuff or a little bit like, oh, I'm just gonna like, kind of roll with, I had this idea, let's roll with it and see where it lands. And like finding the fun and discovering that I think is a big tenet of improv. And so it's fun to bring that into other stuff as well.
1: Now let me ask you this: um, I, I'm clean comedy versus working a little blue, which no one understands that line. I tell people that yeah. I'm like, "What are you talking?" I'm like, "Joan <laughs> Rivers said it." Come on, it's like from the seventies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, d- how do you balance that, or do do you work with profanity? I I'm, what I saw online was not, and it was very yeah,
0: common. yeah. I think pr- I um would like to like run up to the line. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's, like, oh, like, this is, like, a little naughty, or, like, a little, like, um, there are, like, some lines in some videos where it'll be, like, oh, okay, and then it's, like, you just, like, passes over you before you can even figure out what it was. Um, but I find that, I mean, I think it's up to anyone's preference. I don't really care if someone goes blue. I love blue humor. Mm -hmm. I think I just kind of, um... Maybe I'm drawn more towards um either like running up to the line or like disguising a blue humor joke and as something else. Um, I think it's just more my style. Um but I I mean I love it all. So I think that answers your oh, question. That's
1: great. That's great. Now I wanted to ask about the writing process. What how do you do you do it in spurts, or are you inspired, or do you just everyday kind of
0: writing things? yeah I, I mean that's a that is a great question because <laughs> i'm still trying to figure it out myself um <laughs> um i usually about once or twice a week we'll just sit down and have a big brainstorm um and sometimes nothing comes out of it sometimes i like show up and it's all duds and i'm like that's fine and sometimes i'll have like one or two ideas where i'm like okay let's run with this um but usually the best ideas <laughs> my favorite ideas have come right before i'm about to go to bed mm. um and I'll be laying in bed and I'll like sit up and be like, here it is. Here's the entire idea. Um, and then I'll write it down. I'll put it on my, I have like kind of a work board on my window. I'll stick it on my window and say, okay, good night. Time to go to bed. We'll mm-hmm. work on this tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I think the writing process is interesting, especially for like something like this, because I, and this is, I just heard this yesterday actually, and repeating it will kind of prove my point um that there's like there's been six ideas ever made mm-hmm. and any idea that comes out now is just like taking the one of the old six ideas and repurposing it for this new idea
1: okay. if that makes sense like everything is
0: based on something bef- that has come before it um, um okay. and so i think like be not being afraid to be like oh like i've done this bit in this other space what if I take this idea and like shift it for this video kind of thing like repurposing things um is something that I'm super big into too
1: when when you say six ideas are are you talking about there not not to sound negative, like there's no original, it's based on these ideas like a format or a, a template of humor is that what you mean or like
0: yeah, a little bit i think um a little bit of both like i don't a little want to bit say nothing's th- th- original because yeah well i mean i at the at a point there is like. That is true, though, where there is like nothing original left and now everything is that is being created is like a a interpolation of something that's come before it. which I think is ultimately like what art is. And that's kind of a beautiful thing, too, where it's like, oh, like this is you can see this being influenced by this thing that came before it, by this thing that came before it kind of thing.
1: Has it happened to you when you, you've had a bit or a, a punchline or something, and then you kind of see it in, in at least some other form or on Twitter, or, and, and and you think, oh, I can't use this now? I mean, is that, um, it's happened to me and it's oh, so crushing.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, definitely. Which I also think is fine. I'm like, there's so many things to do, too. I mean, there are six ideas, but they've branched out into hundreds of thousands that, like, if, I see um uh, something that I'd done, or something that like I had an idea to do being executed by someone else. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just find something else. <laughs> okay, so
1: it's good advice to maybe stop because I, I was doing this bit. I won't. It's not really that great. And then I I was in a rabbit hole Google, and I was like, there's a Matthew McConaughey film of the same. The name of it was similar to what. I was was like oh now I can't use a movie no one's ever seen by the way um but it was the ghosts of girlfriends past and I'm like that's my line like I have a line it was Christmas theme Joe and I'm like now I can't do it and it's like it's very um and no one's seen that movie Garrett
0: yeah, no and I never I'd never heard I've never heard of it either. Um no I think maybe I think you're maybe safe to do the bet then. <laughs> Cuz it, it's and
1: I'd never seen the movie and I never will and it just at one that yeah. was the moment when I just I'm very delicate and fragile and thin skinned. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, now I'm ruined." But I'm not. I mean, I could drop it and maybe you know put the, put the pen to paper but i'll call you later and tell you the whole thing and you'll, yeah you'll be we like, can, stop we calling me offline. stranger stop. <laughs> wanted to though um no i'm running out of time but twitter terrifies me i've been following a lot of comedians you'll have a lot of followers i mean how does how did you get all those followers
0: i dude i have no clue <laughs> i have no idea i just kind of have, i will also i've at the beginning of the year, this year, I made kind of a big push to be posting a lot of videos, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of fallen off since summer, and things have been reopening up, and I've just been, everyone here has been kind of just, like, enjoying their summer and enjoying their time outside, um, but I think, it was a, I think it was a lot of just, like, consistently posting videos and people finding me, which has been very, very cool and very nice, and I have not ever expected that it would be. Result in something like this, Um, but it's been very cool. And like, I think it's nice um, to just have like a little bit of an audience for my little videos that I that I make on uh, the computer. You know, on the computer. You know what I mean? Like, it's been very cool um, and very nice to get to have that.
1: Do Do you read all the comments? Because it only takes one brutal one to really ruin
0: my week. Oh yeah, it really a Yeah, most of them are nice, which has been which is super cool. And then there's one that you're like, oh no, (laughs) oh no, am I offending a whole group of people? (laughs) It scares me. And usually the answer is no. You're just offending that one person, Um, or just like someone has had a bad day. And that's I um, have set social media timers on all my apps just to try to prevent that of just being like, okay, I'm I'm going to use this platform as a platform to get my content out there and not really to i'm not going to really use it to interact i think it's the way that i approach twitter mm-hmm. um or it's like i i'll have my little community on twitter but i know that like most of my that'll be for 35 minutes a day <laughs> and then You're outside so of that, yeah and let me tell you what i keep pushing that uh remind me in 15 minutes button too so i'm not i'm not strong but i'm trying to be smart
1: well, Garrett Williams, you've been a delight. Do you know that about you? You're delightful. Oh my goodness, thank
0: you. This has been so
1: you're, fun. And, and you got up so early. You're on Central Time.
0: I'm on Central Time. I got up early, but you know what? Let's kickstart the day. You know.
1: You're It's you're Friday.
0: You're, you're the best. Thank you so much. This uh, has been a ball.
1: Everybody, follow Garrett Williams on Twitter, Instagram, and thank you again. I hope you have a great. And I'm going to call you every day. We're going to be best friends. And
0: yeah, give it. Go, go, go ahead, and restraining give me a call. We can work through some bits together, actually. You're the
1: best. Have a great day, Garrett. Take care. Bye. Uh, bye Bye-bye. Garrett Williams, check him out. Uh, Like I said, social media, he's everywhere. Going to play a song and come back with your headlines and weather forecast. This is Two Door Cinema Club. Chaining of the Seasons. I think it's spelled wrong. Just bear with me, everyone. Stick around.